When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Tighten Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I'm Jack Gentry here alongside with Austin Huff. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jack A. Gentry on Twitter. He is at Austin Huff. Follow the podcast. Okay, we're, we're at Tighten Up Pod on Twitter, Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. We're under the A to Z Sports umbrella with so many other great podcast writers, entertainers. Um, it's really It's really your one-stop shop for Tennessee sports. So follow A to Z Sports, not only on Twitter, not only on Instagram, but also on Facebook. They've got a YouTube page that they're working back into it as well. So go find those guys, and they are a must-follow. Yeah, and do it now because when this podcast drops, we will be 54 days away from the start of the NFL season, which is just... Ooh, I just get I get giddy just thinking about it. Uh, today we've got a really fun sode coming your way. Our guy Brent Doherty from Three HL on one hundred four five The Zone or one hundred four five The Zone. I, I feel like is how I should say it. Uh, joins us. Brent is a staple of just Nashville radio, and obviously he knows the Titans very well. And I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation with the, with him. He's he's a ton of fun. Uh, and I guess now he's also our uncle. Uh, plus, we have some inside intel on Clowny Watch. Probably intel you won't get from any other podcast. And, and uh, look, we joke about Clowny Watch all the time, but we mean it this week. We actually have a piece of information that no other podcast has, and we're excited to bring that to you. Derek Henry got signed, of course, on the day our last week's podcast dropped. So we haven't had a chance to like actually react to it. Obviously we covered all of our bases in last week's last week's episode, but this week we're actually going to react to it. Yeah. The Titan Titans, you're not slick guys. You, <laughs> no, look, we know what we, you're doing. We know your Wednesday news dump is a thing now just because yeah, we we're on drop on Wednesday mornings. So yeah, yes. so, so you can't get that bias anymore. We we've shown that we're prepared for whatever you may bring. Clowney's definitely signing on the day this podcast. Oh, dropped. it's going to be on a Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, we've uh, since Derek Henry signed. We, we're going to hit you with uh, this week in uh, or uh, this week in Titans Facebook. Yeah, always a fun segment whenever we hit that, and we're going to end things with a remember the Titan. But you know what? Let's stop talking about it. Let's just go ahead and be about it. With all that said, let's talk Titan. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. What is up, Flameheads? Welcome into the Tighten Up Podcast. Today is July twenty second, twenty twenty, which is just absurd. It's we're almost done with July, and we're so close to football. But guys, I'm not going to waste any time today. We start every episode with an update on Clowny Watch 2020. So let me send it down to my colleague, Jack Gentry, for more. Jack? So we have an update this week. We've, what? we've, had, some, we've had some new Clowny news of late. But this week we have a fan with sources. A f- oh, here we go. Here we go. He starts the tweet with a siren 
emoji. Okay. And he had, first of all, let me stop right there. <laughs> Anytime a tweet starts with a siren emoji, you know that a credible piece of news it's is serious. getting ready to follow. Something yes. Serious like, is taking place. The siren emoji means business, you guys. All right. So this tweet comes from none other than at Kmore Sports. Okay. And you're probably like, uh, you're sifting through the Rolodex in your head of Titans media members. You're like, okay, who is Kmore Sports? Oh, that's none other than Ken Moore. Uh, the one and only. Yeah, at Kmore Sports on Twitter, join the 254 followers that he has uh, to hop on for news that he's about to hit us with, okay? Siren emoji. A trusted source. <laughs> <laughs> A siren emoji. <laughs> si All right, let me start over. A siren emoji. A trusted source tells me Jadavian Clowney plans to sign with the Tennessee Titans once he can take and pass his physical. Clowney will likely need to go through the COVID-19 two-test protocol before being allowed to take his physical. Hashtag Titans, hashtag NFL, hashtag NFL free agency, hashtag clowny, siren emoji. <laughs> <laughs> the new exclamation point is the siren emoji. <laughs> I love the fact that we've now got fans with trusted sources just trying to break news out here on the mean streets of the internet. Yeah, well, we saw with the Mahomes deal that it was really initially broke by a liquor store clerk. So, right. so there was a Chiefs member of the front office that came in to buy some booze, and he had bought so much, the lady the lady says, what's going on today? And the man in the front office responds, we've had a big signing. And so she tweeted out, like, hey, I think Patrick Mahomes is signing a, a deal with the Chiefs today, blah, blah, blah. And it ended up happening. Now we have K Moore Sports down in Houston. He does something with the Houston <laughs> Cougars. No one knows. Apparently, he's really close to clowning. Um, and this is this is the first time we've heard of him. So, um, yeah, it, I, I'm not going to rule it out. His, but I'm also, not going to rule it in. Right. It, and look, and I, and I think that's the way to approach this. Okay. Sure, his following to followers ratio is not the greatest. 888, 881 following to 254 followers. That's a fan ratio. That's fan ratio numbers. Right. Yes, that is definitely fan ratio, but. He's got a trusted source. Now, my question is, who do you think that trusted source is? You know, if he's a true journalist, he would never reveal his sources, which is, you know, you never should. But I'm willing to bet that his trusted source is John Robinson, who pretty much literally said <laughs> that the Titans want to bring in Jadavian Clowney for a physical before they and for a workout before they sign him. He's been he's been open about contract negotiations with Clowney from the beginning, really. And it's not something we see typically out of out of the Tennessee Titans who are just putting their plans out in the public. Um, yeah. But with, with that Derrick Henry news that dropped, obviously, on Wednesday of last week, it freed up a little more cap room. Now they have a little more room to wiggle and maneuver a deal for Clowney. They may be willing to bump up the price to, to whatever it may be, 16, 17 million a year or for the one year. Um so, so yeah, Robinson isn't made isn't really making this a secret. So K Moore has kind of built himself a little insurance blanket here, um, just by saying, "Hey, like, it's pretty clear that the Titans are going to sign this man. Let me just go ahead and get out in front of everyone else." Yeah, 
Do you think Ken Moore, uh, Ken Moore listens to this podcast? Maybe we're his trusted sources. Maybe he overheard us talking about Jadavian getting brought in for a physical. And Those are two words that I don't think you can put next to either of our name, trusted or source. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So Ken Moore, look, I'm going to, I'm going to, his bio reads, he's a college football analyst for Houston Baptist university, ESPN three, AT&T sports network, which color me shocked that I, I had no idea AT&T even had a sports network, uh, the legacy sports network. And he's a proud dad and grandpa, and he loves my longhorns and UH Cougs. And he's from Houston. So look, Ken Moore, I'm not, I don't want to dis- discredit him at all. <laughs> I just, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just funny to me when just anyone can have a trusted source these days, you know, in my day, trusted sources were reserved for actual journalists and, uh, you know, actual, you know, people who are plugged in. Exactly. Exactly. Not, not just, uh, not just some some random uh, dad slash grandpa on Twitter. So I want to propose something to our listeners here. So what I'm I want to conduct a social experiment, guys. So what I need for one of you guys to do, you must have over like, you must have more followers than than K more. Okay, um, and a much better. <laughs> you have to have there. so that's 255 or more. Yes. So what what happened before that tweet went off? Ken Moore had like 205 followers. He gained 50 followers, a bunch of sheep Titans fans. If any of you followed them, I'm very disappointed in you, but we're going to conduct a social experiment and we're going to do it this way. So you're going to go into your Twitter, alter your bio, you make your location Philadelphia. Okay. And then you change your profile picture to a man in a suit who looks like he means business. Yeah. A man in a suit on a football field though. Exactly. So you look like an actual reporter. Yeah. And then you're going to work your bio around. Um, I cover some some college team from the greater Philadelphia area. Temple, and yeah. From, Go with Temple or Villanova. Temple, is, yeah. it's a Temple baseball, is it whatever it may be. <laughs> and, then, and then you're going to put out a tweet once everything is ready. You're going to start with a siren emoji. You're going to end with a siren emoji. But in the middle, you're going to say, I have a trusted source who is confirming Yannick Ngakwe is being traded to the Eagles. And I just want to see how many followers that person gains and how much traction that tweet gets. Also, use the proper hashtags. Kenmore is your template. Yes. Yeah. Just go and copy and paste everything Kenmore wrote, uh, and just but but it just changed the words to Yannick and Ngakwe. Sure. You're gonna have to look up the spelling on that one. I, we we can't help you there. Shoot us a DM before before you make this happen, and we'll clear it, and uh, yeah. we'll make sure this thing goes off without a hitch. Oh yeah, we'll we'll actually we'll give you the first retweet. We'll, <laughs> but Jack, myself, and our Titan up pod at tighten up pod on twitter will all give you so that's three retweets guaranteed right there so if you do it let us know (laughs) and we'll we'll try and we'll try and just yeah we'll try and just fool the internet for you know six hours until adam can do it we can do it right well right yes come on yeah (laughs) look no nothing against ken moore again we're we're you know ken moore is my trusted source (laughs) for all things titans so that's so yeah i just love the fact i just love the idea of a fan having a trusted source or just some random guy on the internet saying a trusted source tells me i love i love when people try and break news that are not news breakers i love me some fans of sources um real quick before we get to brent doherty 
and this is this and this is what's so frustrating about this is it's such old news by now. But Derrick Henry signed with the Titans. I don't know if you guys heard yet or not, but Derrick Henry signed with the Titans in the most predictable move possible. Literally, probably ten hours. We we drop our podcast at like midnight every Tuesday night, going into Wednesday. And around probably what, 10, 10 30 a.m.? Mm-hmm. That's when things started to escalate. Derrick Henry signs with the Titans, which don't get me wrong, it's fantastic news. It's probably the best news of 2020, which it's not saying a lot, but it's true. And our podcast, it's just, it's just, it's continuing this trend that the Titans always drop their biggest news or, or, Drop their biggest quotes of the week on Wednesday, and it it's it, it it just it sucks. It sucks for us. I'd be mad if they weren't consistent, though. At least they're consistent with it. We we know what's coming now. And the worst right. part about it was on Tuesday when we went to bed, the the last thing we'd really heard from the Henry case right. is that Schefter said it's likely not to happen, which is the same stuff we were being fed all along. And so we had this we had this plan where we we thought that. Look, it's probably not going to happen, but just in case right. it does, because it will happen to us. Anything, it's like Murphy's Law with this podcast, but Titans News. <laughs> okay, anything that can go on Wednesday will go on Wednesday. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's that it's 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 just so frustrating. And I, I will say this. Now, look, I do have to give our, ourselves a little bit of a credit here because, yes, we did cover our bases. We made sure, okay, look, if this goes down one way or the other, we've got it covered. And so we did hit you with our initial take of Derrick Henry getting signed. The only the only, the only, only part I was wrong about was Taylor Lewan tweeting out a picture of himself doing a naked cake stand. <laughs> yeah. Everything else, though, we were it was on point. You know, the, everyone, like every Titan player was was so supportive and so stoked for Derrick Henry. They all tweeted. They were all it, like so happy for him. It it was a morale booster. The only I, I kind of wish they were all together in camp when it happened so they could all like kind of feel that morale. And it you did. Remember, you remember when Taylor Lewan got signed and he walked out in the Boss Hog outfit? And all yes. the alignment were just kind of bodyguards around him. It was awesome. We could have seen oh. something like that. We may still be able to see something like that. But right. The freshness isn't there. Right. And hopefully we do. But um, but I also, uh, we got to toot our own horn here in the fact that we, and you guys probably didn't pick up on this. This is a little inside baseball here. We're going to peel back the curtain a bit. But we started last week's episode with some subliminal messaging. Just in case John Rob, <laughs> just just in case John Robinson was listening to the podcast, we, we yeah we were saying sign Henry, sign Henry, <laughs> and and look, I'm not going to say John Robinson listens to this podcast, but I think it's pretty evident that we went to bed Tuesday night thinking, and when I say we, I mean me, Jack, all of Titans Nation, and Adam Schefter even. All went to bed thinking, oh, well, the Titans aren't going to get a Derrick Henry deal done. And we we put the tweet out at 8 o'clock, and the podcast ran to, what, about an hour and 20 minutes? And right around that 9, 30, 10 o'clock mark is when talk started to progress. Look, I'm not I'm not saying we're we're the ones to think about this, but I'm just saying. We, I'm not we saying. Might. Yeah, we're just saying, okay? Uh, JR, since... <laughs> We're definitely not leaving you subliminal messages again in this episode. Thank you. 
Thank you for signing, Derek Henry. Thank you. We promise. Sign Cloud. Sign Cloud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely tr- trust us, JR. We're not trying to we're not trying to, you know, hypnotize you or anything like that. So, stare, but thank you. Stare at the wall, don't blink and listen to the podcast and I promise it'll <laughs> right. be okay. Yeah, you're getting sleepy. Very, very <laughs> sleepy. No, but it in all, in all seriousness, great news. Derek Henry, I'm I'm stoked, dude. I Team friendly deal. That's not the oh gosh, and that's another thing too. That not only did we sign Derrick Henry, but somehow the Titans cleared up enough cap space to make Jadavian Clowney happen, like to make it actually a reality. So and then have more cushion too, right? Right, and 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 we we posted on our Instagram account um, at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram a checklist. I mean, it was kind of joking, but there was also some seriousness to it. A, t- a checklist of everything Jr. needed to do this offseason. And he's pretty much accomplished all of it. Signed Ryan Tannehill. Signed Derrick Henry. Um, he's probably going to get Jadavian Clowney, which he left himself enough room. He got help in the secondary. Got help on the defensive line. The The draft, to me, was a really good draft. Um uh, on the list, <laughs> on the list that Jack Jack put together, uh, he did not stop uh, anyone in Brable's household from pooping on live on national TV. So that's like the one area where he he didn't, uh, I guess, check off the box yeah. on his to do list. Another thing he did was he traded Gerald Casey without him finding out for at least ten <laughs> minutes, and then he found right. out and was really upset. But yeah, mission accomplished. Right? Yeah, he he totally nailed that one. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so I, all I'll say is, guys, not only do we have arguably the best running back in football, but the Titans also have arguably one of the best GMs in football. Or I, look, I'm not going to say he's the best GM in football or one of, but he's working his way to becoming one of with the moves that he's made, with the success that he's had in in a short time span of being the GM. He's he's kicking ass he's for lack of a better term he's cemented himself almost already in the top third of the nfl's gms i think at least yeah i mean he just he can see obviously there were weaknesses in pass rush last year but i mean that was the second year with harold landry and you know you wanted to see some development you did he drafts very well he he sees the teams he where he excels in the draft but it's one thing to do that it's another thing to put together successful deals with Big time players that work in the team's favor, especially for the short term, because they're the team championship window is open. We talked about this with Mike Herndon; it's open. So, what do you have to do? You have to put all the pieces in in the locker room. You have to put all the tools on the field, and you know, come with the best possible product you can. And with Clowney, I, I think if they sign Clowney, then that's what they will have is the best possible product of Tennessee Titans football that they could have imagined starting this off season. Yeah, it's it's been it's been awesome to to watch, and I I just I, I'm I'm stoked I'm stoked with yeah what he's developed and and going back to what you were talking about how he drafts well like we've talked about it so much on this podcast where like a lot of times like the Titans second round draft picks and like second through fifth round draft picks are some of the best players that they have on their roster right now. So Kevin Byard, so, Kevin Byard, right? I think he was a third round pick. Yeah. So and yeah and like Derrick Henry, Christian Fulton, uh, and um, uh, and just like there's just a I mean the list goes on just mm-hmm. of guys that have 
come like outside of the first round. And that's, that's just incredible. And that's, that's good. That, that tells me that he can find talent where he needs to find talent. And I'm excited. Um, what else I'm excited for is Brent Doherty, who's joining us right now. Um, so, uh, just hang on like 10 seconds and then we'll, you'll hear from Brent Doherty. Play no games. We about to light this thing here up. Tennessee Titans. Titans. Hello. Hello. Black Havens. All right. We've got a guy joining us today that I am so excited to join us. He is a host of a radio show that has no joke but become a staple of Nashville radio over the past, what, decade plus? which the longevity of the show right there should just tell you how much of a pro this guy is. And that radio show is the three hour lunch, but more, more recently known <laughs> as three HL because uh, now it's not on at lunchtime. It, unless, you know, unless, I don't know, you work nights, maybe it isn't on at lunch. Brand, branding mistake. I mean, uh, everybody take note, right? I mean, you, you launch a show, you're in the middle of the day, you call it three hour lunch. Next thing you know, luckily for us, we started calling it three HL pretty, pretty quickly because yeah, it was right. shorter and yeah. I don't, I don't like to take a lot of time to say things. So, uh, so then at that point, it just branded itself. So like cotton swabs, you don't call cotton swabs necessarily. You call them Q-tips, right? right? No matter how you use them. I don't know how you would use them. but Yeah, no, it, uh, well, that's and that's the, I would say 3HL is the Q-tips of radio shows. You think so? Yeah. You can use it in so many different ways, you know, like it's, it's, it just covers everything you need. That voice you heard. Brent Doherty himself, the host of uh, 3HL. You can follow him on Twitter at Brent Doherty or on Instagram at Brent Doherty 3HL. Brent, dude, how are you? I'm good, man. Uh, I've been waiting for this invite. I really appreciate it, brother. I got the morning. I was like, man, I thought today was just going to be, you know, an average day, but now I get to hang out with you guys. Um, and just I'm slightly above average today. Yeah, yeah, not, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I thought today was going to be an average day, I mean, but now it's much worse. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I mean, Austin's like, hey, man, when you get done with that four-hour show that you prepared for all day, you want to hop on with us for 30 minutes? I'm yeah. like, I was like, no. yeah. Yeah, Brent, uh, what's the one thing you want to do after talking for four hours? Do you want to do 30 more minutes of more talking? <laughs> I mean, seriously, though. I mean, any of us would do this all day, no matter what. Uh, if, if we had a microphone, if we didn't have a microphone, we would be talking about sports right. and, and yeah. uh, pop culture things and, and having fun. And, and those are all things that we like to do. So, I, I mean, I, yeah, it's not work per se. Right. I would say the most appreciative people uh, for our jobs are our wives and significant others because – then we take that, that at least we're not talking to them for those hours of the day. You know, it's like, it's almost like they get a break. It's like when you send your kids to the grandparents, you know, it's like you get a little bit of a break and you're very appreciative. So. Well, Jack was an intern uh, for us. So he'll understand this. He's probably heard me say this, but uh, honestly, like uh, when there are live sporting events all over the place and all the time, you actually have that out as a husband and father of three. Like, no, I can't go to Lowe's today because I've got to watch this golf tournament. I think <laughs> yes. Tiger's in it. Um, Sneds is somewhere. I've got to watch this. I'm working. Right. I'm working yeah, right. here. And she's like, why do you need to watch the, the Milwaukee Bucks Toronto Raptors game? You're like, honey, <laughs> look, you don't know. You don't, you just don't get it. Okay. It's going to be 20 seconds of really great content tomorrow. I swear. <laughs> Brent, I, I'm glad you brought up the fact that Jack was an intern because we had Mickey on a couple weeks ago and mm -hmm. we got tipped off before we got, we had Mickey on that Mickey. There was, there were some talks, there there was was some some talks, talks. That, that weren't in my benefit. 
Yeah. Uh, Buck Mick- Rising did some undercover research, some investigative journalism, and he told I, us I that, that Ryan. Yeah, Mickey said that that Jack is was the worst intern so in the, worst the history intern. of interns. Yeah, he said he was just the <laughs> just awful, and he, he he hated his guts, and it was just surprising because you know Mickey's like a nice guy, like you don't expect him to say something like that. And I'm yeah. so incredibly likable and handsome. It we heard makes sense. Yeah, I, I believe. Mean, the, it, it, quote, you're, you're very you're very striking i would say striking <laughs> is the word it was really uncomfortable to be in the same studio with you honestly i think the quote you intimidated was by my good looks and yes was that <laughs> okay. i mean I'll, i i can attest to that um i think the quote was uh jack was the worst intern and human being on planet earth in there the is no way lock him up and throw away the key was also in there yeah yeah there is yeah. no way mickey ryan said that about anyone i mean mickey, you're talking about the literally the nicest guy anybody has ever met well, that's uh, what i thought that's look, what i said and we had him on the podcast to clear the air a little bit and he walked back on those very offensive statements <laughs> and, and we, we kind of hashed things out that way but um, I just want to double check to make sure that it wasn't just Mickey. Was I that bad? Would you <laughs> lock me up and thrown away the key? You were phenomenal. Like anytime, <laughs> see, here's here's the thing that nobody knows. <laughs> you listen to the show. We just spout out things all the time, and we might be occasionally wrong about something. And Jack would quickly find the right answer and be like, "Hey, man, at least you would wait till the break." Like, "Hey, man, uh, yeah." <laughs> He didn't rush for 1,200 yards. In fact, he never rushed for 800 yards. But uh, just reach over mid-show, grab Mickey's mic, say, Brent, we're wrong, wrong, wrong. you're eight yards off. <laughs> he the does that to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, here's the thing. Like, so you messed up with that assertion because, number one, Mickey would never say that about anything. And, number two, you're asking me to, ch- to trust Buck Rising's investigative journalism <laughs> yeah, abilities? Yeah, right. body no, at best. Not having it. Yeah, that's probably on us. We we never should have trusted Buck in the first place. <laughs> no, but Brent, in all seriousness, because we are going to talk Titans. It's a Titan Up podcast after all. Oh, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. I forgot. So Derrick Henry was signed. A little more cap room freed up. What's next? Uh, I mean, I, I've been on Jadavion Clowney for a long time. A lot of people have, um, and a lot of people uh, have been against it. it. Isn't it amazing how divisive a figure that guy is? <laughs> I mean, right? Like, Titans fan is like, that dude had three sacks. He sucks. Blah, blah. Why are you going to pay him 12 to $15 million or whatever the number turns out to be? But he should be- the, thing, the thing about Jadavion Clowney is that he is such a disruptive player. And I keep coming back, and may- maybe it's it's kind of a recency bias thing, but – I remember watching the San Francisco-Seattle game where he had like five quarterback pressures and two sacks and forced a fumble and scored. Um, and, and you just – even if the sack number isn't there, the disruption numbers are there. And his ability to set the edge on one side and Harold Landry on the other, and then you move Big Jeff into that Jarrell Casey slot, then you're talking about something. Because at that point, as an offensive coordinator, you're having to scheme a bunch of dudes instead of just running your stuff. And you have Vic Beasley as well to just move around, plug in wherever wherever you see fit with him. Yes, yeah, we we're we're big on the clowny train as well. Oh yeah, okay. so it, big, so big. It's interesting. What did you say, this Austin? Awesome. So when we first started asking about clowny to our guests, it was it was pretty pessimistic. But now mm-hmm. as time goes on, they're all warming up to it. I I don't know. Maybe maybe something's in the air. Well, then you had that guy from Houston, Ken Moore. He's got like two hundred eighty. <laughs> yes followers we spent like he's 30 like, minutes on ken moore today yeah we we hit on like, ken moore 
He just started following the retail on Twitter. I have no idea why. Maybe that just adds to the conspiracy. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, are you guys the trusted source? Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> so he said, not on this. I will tell you on this one. I have talked to no one that has told me, hey, Clowney's coming. I, I'm telling you that right now. Um, but uh, I, I think that there are people that, that feel good about it. Here's, here's the thing. This is where we are with this situation, okay? If you told me Clowney signed tomorrow, we would spend all this time, and you guys would too, connecting the dots and be like, okay, that makes sense. The, the GM and the coach spent a lot of time answering questions truthfully about a free agent that's not on their roster. I mean, think about that. Um, then you've got uh, the money coming down. You've got the, the inability to take a physical, right? Um, you've got the, the need to have two positive uh, COVID tests in 48 hours, which you can do now. So, like, all of it will have pointed to that signing. So, if he does sign, I think it'll be easy to connect the dots to get us from where we were to where we are. Yeah. And you, you said – you talked earlier about, about how he is so de- divisive. And, um, honestly, he should probably run for president. Um, but the <laughs> – the uh, the guys that, that that just focus on that sack number to me is just the laziest way to – you're literally just trying to find something to, to feed your argument of why they shouldn't sign him, and you're not looking at literally the rest of his game, and that is to where he's just a, a full athlete. And, I mean, to the point where, like, he, like, like you, you brought up earlier, he had a pick six last year. So Jack and I think – the Titans should sign him and not even play him at defensive end. We think he should be played in the secondary. Your thoughts, Brent Doherty. <laughs> yeah, why Ima- not? I mean, might as well put me back there too. I, I don't know. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> and we talk about it. We bring this up all the time too. With, with every guest we bring on, we ask them th- their opinion on this. And we, Philip Rivers throws a lot of those slant routes. Pretty sure the Clowney in the middle. Many slant routes with with Jadavian Clowney in the secondary, right, right there. (laughs) Or you put them at corner, or you put them at safety. Where are we going here? Is he in the nickel? Maybe strong safety. Yeah, like he's like a like a a, like a taller Blaine Bishop. (laughs) (laughs) Hybrid. So you're going to take Kenny Vaccaro off the field and put Clowney back? Only oh, yeah. if he's tired. Only if well, he's tired. Maybe, maybe we'll it could put- be like a, a second down or a first down situation. Give him a, a blow until a passing down arrives. Yeah, maybe put Vaccaro at defensive end as like a speed rusher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like where your head's at. I, Just- I think the three of us should get together and play Madden and see what happens. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, to, to be fair, though, he did like stand up at linebacker for Vrabel in Houston and drop into coverage. I mean, that right. is a thing that happened. Like the dude could play like all seriousness he could play linebacker like that's how athletic he is and a lot of people i feel like just don't like just write that off can he catch like can he play tight end yeah i mean you, you probably need a third tight end might as well it's, see at that point you're paying him you know 13 million right. you're, you're basically paying for two players there if you play him third tight end and defensive end like rush specialist yeah or safety well maybe even second it's tight two end for one that justifies Je- the money when Janu plays uh, as the third down running back every, every series, <laughs> then you'll need that second tight end, and that's where Jadavion Clowney fits in. I I'm just, very thankful that you guys are not the uh, co-GMs of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> we have some good ideas from, from yeah, time Yeah, we have, like, time. a good idea. I, I think you should, like, type them out and then sign sign uh, your ideas, like, with, with like, uh, uh, crayon. 
yeah, crayon, but like capital letters, uh, and send it to John Robinson. And like, yeah. attention, Look, John Robinson. And uh, these are our ideas. <laughs> our our ideas are no crazier than uh, the basement of Mike Vrabel's house. Okay, so like, I feel like we're on par with the Titans in that sense. Boy, there was some weird stuff going on. It's oh, funny man. how weird it was one day and how non-weird it was the next day like, yeah, right. everybody right. moved out the party went somewhere else that's John just, robinson put in that call said hey that house better be tidy it better yeah. be tidy tonight you better close that bathroom door make everything make everything straight in there we can't have another snafu that's just a metaphor for the nfl draft as it's like all in of itself the the first round is always so much fun and so wild and so crazy and then the second round is just like all right it, like, <laughs> let me right, ask you a question bored. As I sit here and look at the three of us, why is my face so red? When did I, just... I was going to ask if you had just come back from the beach. It is. <laughs> no, I think it's like weird lighting. I need soft lighting. Don always talks about like, so I think like, like in terms of older ladies that are really hot, um, uh, like uh, uh, what's her name? Diane uh, used to be on uh, Good Morning America. Diane Keaton. Oh, no. Not Di Diane, Diane Sawyer. Diane, Diane Sawyer. Sawyer. I always thought, like, my thought is that Diane Sawyer is a very attractive woman. Just, you know, and she's like 70 or whatever she is. But Don Davenport said it's because every time she does anything, they have soft lighting on her. I really need to work on my soft lighting skills. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Don because she just had a, a baby girl uh, like yep. a month ago. It's very awesome. Congratulations to Don. Um, Brent, you spent some time in Houston, correct? Yeah, when I was a kid, I okay. yeah. So so you're not a double agent Texans fan undercover. Yeah, come clean, Brent. Socially experimenting, engaging, uh, just just everything Titans in Nashville. Are you? No, here's what happened to me. So um, so long story, somewhat long. Um, my parents got divorced when I was a kid. So my mom had a history degree. So she was like, I can't support a child with a history degree. So she went to law school at Tennessee. So we moved to Knoxville. When she got done with that, she had job offers in Denver, D.C., and Houston. She took Houston. So we go to Houston, and so I'm in Houston in third grade, had never been to a professional sporting event. So I went to an Oilers game, and I was done. Like, I was an Oilers fan, love you, Blue, uh, Rockets with Alan Level and Robert Reed and all those guys, Astros with the crazy uniforms and Jose Cruz and, and Nolan Ryan and Mike Scott and Bob Nepper and all those guys. So I was all Houston all the time. Well, I only spent three years there. So we left uh, after my fifth grade year and moved to Nashville. So I'm in Nashville in sixth grade. But it's funny how like when you're a kid and the things that you're exposed to when you're a kid just stick. Mm -hmm. And and my my thing is that People love their sports teams more than they love their spouse. Now, I'm not talking about me, but I'm talking about nobody ever divorces their sports team, right? But yeah. we have a 50% divorce rate in this country. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great point. So you great can take. make the argument that people <laughs> wow. love their sports team more than they love their spouse. Because here's the thing. You pick your sports team when you're like eight. Yeah. Right. And then you're, if you make it to 91 and, and, you know, you're drinking root beer and sitting on your deathbed, getting ready to go, you're still that fan of that school or team or whoever it is. Um, so I, despite only spending three years in Houston, it was, it was third, fourth and fifth grade. Um, always was Astros, um, kind of dipped off the rockets, uh, when the hard, hardened years started. Um, but, like the step uh, back, the step but, back drew you away. God, I mean, has the has the guy ever thrown a pass in his life? 
Yeah. Uh, he's, he's tops in the league in assists. It's just the timing of his assists aren't exactly what they're, <laughs> they're in blowouts when he needs a triple-double. <laughs> but, no, so I'm glad – okay, so, so you're from Houston, and I brought yeah. up Don's baby strategically because I was going to ask you this. Okay. Not because we aren't happy for Don. but Yeah, no, no, no. We are very happy. So, so the Texans have had a disastrous offseason. They, they <laughs> arguably were the most talented team in the AFC South roster-wise headed into this season. Well, that's changed. They may have dipped to even third in the division. Would you rather have Bill O'Brien or a drunk baby flipping a coin to be your GM? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah more, 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 more accurately, Don's drunk baby. How, how drunk is the baby? Like, are we talking like the baby is, like or? Not, the, the baby's buzzed. Very, yeah, very the, buzzed. Baby can't, the baby can't drive. I mean, well, for more reasons than it's the fact that it's a baby. But if like with the, the BAC content, could not drive. I really think that um, we could walk into Walmart right now and, and find just a drunk pick baby. Out, no, <laughs> probably. Maybe. <laughs> pick, pick out one dude in, in sporting goods or whatever you want to do. Like, I don't know, looking for clothes and make him the general ma- manager of the Texans and he would do a better job with that roster. I mean, what in the hell is going on with Bob down there? He's such an idiot. Bill O'Brien. But here's the thing. Deshaun Watson should win player the like MVP every year, shouldn't he? Because he finds a way to bail that damn roster out of losses all the time. Yeah. And I know he takes sacks and I know he throws the ball up sometimes, but he has to. He's trying to keep plays away. Their roster moves have been just unbelievably bad like you can't even put a word on how bad it's been right and and they just he keeps bob keeps getting bailed out by deshaun watson deshaun Deshaun watson in houston is lebron james his first stint in cleveland like i'm pretty sure yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm pretty sure this year deshaun watson will be throwing to Shaq and antoine jameson (laughs) 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 like it's so bad there in houston and i I I mean and i love it I can't believe we got an Ilgoskis reference on the, <laughs> on the show. No one's safe on this podcast. Not no, even yeah. This is- well, so I don't know where Jack is. He might be held hostage right now. I, I don't know. But, like, I'm looking at a Kobe Bryant picture, which is really cool. Yeah. Right. And then a Bourbon Street sign that he may have stolen. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't that's know. No, that's obviously a souvenir. It, it didn't cost <laughs> me anything, but it was a souvenir. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he didn't steal from Bourbon Street. He stole it from a souvenir shop. Well, very impressive, Jack. I, I, yeah, I had a tighten up flag on my wall that really tied the room together, but my blinds, <laughs> my blinds started messing up. So yeah, I had to, to no, it's that. cool, Jack. That would it's have a been mix on and match brand. room. It's a mix and match room. Would have been on brand and would have helped us out. Um, this but room is I mean, much honestly, like Texans roster. I would have signed out if I were you, Jack, after the old Goskis reference. That was pretty good. <laughs> Brent, uh, every guest that we have on this podcast, we ask them the same question, and that is for their dumpster dive. And a dumpster dive, what a dumpster dive is, is a, basically a Tennessee Titan who you either loved and everyone else hated or you loved or, or you thought was going to be really good and they ended up just sucking. Hmm. Um, so who would you say just since, you know, I would say even as far back as the NFL yes campaign, who has been your best Titans dumpster dive? Uh, I would probably go with Kenny Britt because everybody thought that he was going to be like the dude and not just the dude, but like the dude, you know, yeah. and then you'd go out to training camp and like his first training camp, you think, okay, this guy's a hall of famer. And, uh, you know, then he'll show that from time to time. Like, you know, he'll have a good game here 
and and then not have a catch for four weeks and then and then you'll go back to training camp and you're like oh I wonder you know what, what they got at receiver and then you'll see Kenny Britt again and Kenny Britt at training camp like one year he was hurt but he was still working out on one of the side fields and and somebody was throwing him balls and and he had like a yellow tank top that was cut off just below his breast. And when you had Kenny Britt's body, I mean, you could pull that off. Basically, right. you could wear anything you want, maybe even nothing. And, and then he had like those old school, like sheer shorts that people would wear to like jazzercise. And like the younger <laughs> members of the, of the people watching won't even know what jazzercise is. Go ahead and Google it. But yeah. Or, or Google Olivia Newton-John, and you'll get the you'll get the gist. Yeah, if if you went if you went to like Titans games, like in the uh, mid mid to early like two thousands. Uh, no, more like nineteen seventy five in the Astros. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Halftime. Half Halftime of Titans games, they would bring out the uh, the like just a hundred or hundred and twenty elderly women to do jazzercise at halftime of Titans games for a while. There, it was weird. <laughs> I completely forgot about. Did that. you do That's you remember true. that though? Like that they, is true. <laughs> Either that, that or so guys funny. doing BMX tricks or dogs with frisbees. It was well, it was a dark time for Titans. So then he would have the white tube socks pulled all the way up to his knees, and and he looked like Apollo Creed and like Rocky, whichever one where they were running on the beach. <laughs> That's what he looked like, and I didn't anticipate him, you know, running and and hugging and jumping up and down in water with some guy over in that, that <laughs> right. yeah yeah landfill with, uh, lake with with Chubbs uh, from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, probably that. But there was one patch where it got away from whoever was throwing it. And let's be honest, like the real football players are over there practicing. So this guy is like, I don't know, uh, maybe it was Mickey. I, I don't know. But anyway, the pass sails uh, over the, the fence. And so, like, they had this chain link fence that kept the fans away from the field. He jumped over the fence and caught the ball and landed on his feet. And I'm like, how is this guy not a Hall of Famer? He was so frustrating. But then the other part of Kenny Britt was he was so damn likable, man. If you spent any time with that guy, he's like uh, – he's so fun-loving. You might say that he has like a, I don't know, a 15-year-old's mentality and maturity level. But that was fun to me. Uh, But, you know, I mean, he did have the uh, incident where he drove onto uh, an army base. That's been uh, discussed on this podcast. Yeah, Yeah, which is – that's a tough break. (laughs) We we spent literally half an episode going (laughs) down his arrest record, which is longer than most CVS receipts. Like, it's it's absurd how many times that dude got in trouble. Anybody loves the party. I've been on post at Fort Campbell. Like, you can't turn in there and then just turn around. Like, <laughs> guys with really big guns standing there. If you do something like that, they, they might think something's up. But I don't know. So, probably not the best. Who would have thought that uh, Rutgers would produce a bust in the NFL, you know? <laughs> Did you see that Rutgers is going to have 50 fans? I was it 50 or 500 i, I think maybe say, it was 500 yeah, either, way, have, a, 500. either way it's a sellout i think <laughs> 500 fans like who who would pay to go see rutgers play football i i uh, I, I mean not me rutgers is, is the northeast vandy you know <laughs> yeah right. the, the, that's the best i could say and look i grew up a vandy fan so it pains me to say yeah you're that. allowed to say that my life has been full of miseries and, and shortcomings just because i grew up a vandy fan but it's it's Put some hair on my chest. It's humbled me a little bit. So, no, but that does stink. Um, Brett, yeah, so Kenny Britt's my guy. It, I, who are your guys? Show. I was Mettenberger, the Met oh, Show. Oh, Met Show, yeah. Yeah, which I, I think is a great one because I hated Mettenberger. Uh, I, I loved I, Mettenberger. That's another guy. You'd go to practice. Jack, you know this. He would throw the ball like 85 yards in the air oh, yeah. on a dime. Time. 
But then he couldn't throw a screen pass. Right. And he took three game selfies. Yeah, his selfie game was on point. I think he had a 99 on Madden for selfies. Uh, (laughs) um, Didn't help him too much. Mine was. What uh, what do you have on Madden for selfies? You and your Betty Davis eyes look. Oh, yeah. The COVID 19 (laughs) song of the day. Um, That's one of my favorite Instagram things every single day. The slow mo (laughs) selfie video. That leads you right into the soul of Austin Huff through his eyes. Definitely better than an 84, which is what Brett Kern got, which is a, a yeah. damn disgrace. Yeah, it's probably an 80, best, 87. How does the best guy at what he does in the entire world get an 84 at anything? Out of 100. Sense. It makes no sense. Right. And I keep seeing Shane Leckler pop up on all these all-decade teams, these AFC South all-decade teams, and I just get sick to my stomach. We, If there are two people we hate on this podcast, it's one, <laughs> Jonathan Hutton, and two <laughs> – Shane Leckler. <laughs> it's, we just can't stand him. And uh, for, first of all, we, I guess we should have led with this. Our condolences to you for having to work in the same building as Jonathan Hutton. What is your issue with Jonathan Hutton? Oh, he's the worst. What he's, isn't our issue we, we hate him. He's, he's right up there with Mickey in terms of nicest guys ever. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, don't get us wrong. Yeah, like he is like he's super nice. He's very charitable. Very um, generous. What, like the leukemia man of the year. Like uh, incredible human being but he sucks. We sucks hate him so much. We, we, we felt like from, on, from our very first episode, we were like, okay, we're a brand new podcast in 2020, which is not saying anything at all. <laughs> but there are, if there are what, 6 billion people on the planet, there are 9 billion podcasts out there. <laughs> we, we, we needed to stand out and we needed to make a name for ourselves. So we're like, cool. we're going to start a media beef because media beefs usually get a lot of play, get a lot of run on the internet. Yeah. So we're like, who should we pick? And we we ran through the we ran through the options. Paul Kaharski's just way too obvious. Um, we were like, it's Buck. easy to not like him. Yeah, right. right. Buck or Austin and Zach. We we're like, no, we they're Buck. We we need a clean locker room. It's yeah, easy to not like Buck. Right. Yeah. They're in, they're in the A to Z family though, so we can't like go there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, That's Joe, probably smart on your part. Right. Joe yeah. Dubin just way too lovable. Um, I, I Jim Wyatt, him. same reason. Jim, Jim Wyatt, Wyatt, yeah, Jim Wyatt. Like, he, he, we're we're blood related. We're not blood related. We're related. So yeah, we had to leave. Related. We had to leave family out of that. We can't. Yes. We can't have any awkward. Holidays. Although, yeah, family a, a reunions. Beef are with Jim Wyatt, a beef with Jim Wyatt would have been hilarious. Oh, he would have been send, awesome. But he would only respond with that one emoji he does of the the emoji guy just smiling with his teeth out. It's like his go to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and then and then like th- Thanksgiving and family reunions are already awkward, so we don't want to make them any more so. Yeah, and good point. He's a Dodger fan. I'm a Dodger fan. I'm not, you know, no bad blood there. So then we we're like, okay, the only guy left is Jonathan Hutton, and we we're like, <laughs> no one has beef with Jonathan Hutton. Like no one. Like he's too nice of a guy. So we would be the only podcast to have beef, or really the only people to have beef with Jonathan. Hutton. So that so that's what we decided on. We're like, we're okay. Going- well, what does Hutton think about this? Does he come at you? No, we don't care. We hate him. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't come at us that much. Paul Kaharski came at us pretty hard initially. Told me to quit podcasting. Um, what else? Withrow. Withrow took it in stride. <laughs> yeah. Um, he thought it was funny. Hutton, yeah. Hutton really hasn't given us the time of day, but we're, we don't give him the time of day either. We yeah. don't mention that we hate him on every single podcast. Right. To me, Hutton is, uh, Hutton is like so boring. He seems to me like he sleeps in khakis. Like that's just how like straight laced and just, I don't know. He's, I'm not. A I, I really don't think he sleeps. I think he's a robot. Like you just push a button and he wakes up. <laughs> that's actually probably, tr- he has the personality of one. So, <laughs> well, you said you're a Dodger fan. Why are you wearing a Cubs shirt? What's going oh, on? Oh. Because I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I've got an A's hat and a Mariners hat behind me too. I'm, I'm I always, just a sports guy. 
I always tell people that. Like, I just accumulate things. Look, I've got an Alabama mini helmet. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I, I'm more uh, – I'm a content guy. I like, uh, I like team content more than I like uh, my actual teams. All right. Fair enough. I, but so except for Jonathan the Titans. I, I do love the Titans. I love the Titans, and I hate Jonathan Hutton. That's, that's <laughs> me in a nutshell. They're so. correlated. Um, last thing before we'll let you go, I guess, um, D- Derek Henry, <laughs> maybe we should talk about, uh, the biggest signing that the Titans made. Are you, are like, this is good news, right? Are you, where do you feel? Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, you don't pay running backs. You just don't do it. But my opinion is. But they're really not though, if you think about it. So like, here's, here's where I was. I, I was against like the extended contract if you were going to pay him a lot of money. But if you look at, at franchising him twice, that would be almost $23 million. What did he get guaranteed over four years? 25.5. Right. So I, I, think, I think the Titans certainly got the better end of the deal, but Derek got what he wanted, and that was security, right? So, um, you know, he talked about these, this being a tumultuous time with COVID and all of that, and he wanted to be locked in. So more power to him. But you know, th- this national narrative that the Titans just unloaded all this money on a running back and how stupid that is, um, is not right if you look at the deal. And if you look closely, they can get out after two years. The dead cap hit in year three is $6 million. Um, So if you get out after two years, your dead cap number is $9 million. Um, so at that point, uh, you know, you're still paying him, but hopefully he's still rolling. Uh, I just think it's another gangster move by John Robinson who, mm-hmm. who keeps – continuing to prove he may be the best guy in the league honestly we we actually said that exact same thing like we we think he I, i'm not willing to put him amongst the the top tier of gms in the nfl because he I, hasn't had time yet right exactly. but i think he's, he's well evolving. on his way he is climbing that ladder he started drafting well now he now he's bringing back his own guys now he's even going out to get more talent Vic beasley right he's climbing. cashing in on the return that that yeah. he's invested in um do you think the Derrick Henry deal at all is do you, like do you get any sense of like a like the Scotty Pippen deal that he signed like is like four years from now is Derrick Henry going to regret signing this deal if he's still rolling and it, let's say he's led the NFL in rushing three years in a row I think he'll want to rework that deal for sure right um, yeah. and the way it's structured maybe maybe at that point they have to do it um, but again uh, you're getting his best year so. You know, he's, he's what, 20, 26, um, about to be 27. So he'll be 31 at the end of the four-year deal if they go all four years. Uh, my, my guess is it doesn't run its course, that it either gets reworked or he's somewhere else. Um, it, it will be interesting to see what, what impact Darrington Evans has because I, I think in terms of Derrick Henry having 383 total carries or whatever that number was with regular season, postseason – I don't think you get that this year because I think I think Evans is going to get some carries. And I, I think that, you know, all things being equal in a 16-game season, I think you'll see a scenario where where uh, Derrick Henry's uh, uh, load comes down a little bit and maybe he's even more effective if that's possible down the stretch. Do you think the Titans should get a fullback? Negative. Okay. Dang it. Not even a mod hall? <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> – <laughs> it's funny when they drafted <laughs> they drafted Ahmad Hall in the fourth round I called Blaine Bishop because I was listening to the draft coverage on the thing and I go hey Blaine they just drafted a fullback 
And Blaine's like, I know, you can get a fullback anytime. Like, <laughs> wait till the draft's over. What is, what is that about? Um, so, yeah, that was a weird move, but not a John Robinson move. So No, no. Um, plus, John Robinson could, would never draft a fullback in the fourth, fourth right. round. I feel confident in saying that. Well, because they, no they can put Jadavian Clowney at fullback, too. Yeah, so. or Johnny Smith or <laughs> right. Tank Williams. He is Brent Doherty. Uh, find him on Twitter at Brent Doherty. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram as well. Brent Doherty 3HL on there. Every weekday afternoon from 2 to 6 p.m. on 104.5 The Zone. Catch 3HL. Guys, he is, he's awesome and a, just a staple in the Nashville area and uh, on, in the, on the radio airwaves in Nashville and has been for over a decade. He's legit pro. Love him to death. Brent Doherty, dude, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks, I'm glad you. I'm glad I'm not in the Jonathan Hutton category. Oh, oh no, trust me. You are. Yeah, you couldn't be further from there. You are. We always joke that every single one of our guests soon becomes our uncle, and so you are now Uncle Frank Doherty. <laughs> Welcome so, to the family. Welcome to the family. Except you, Austin's really 47 years old. I am. Yeah, it's. <laughs> you're you're now one with Donnie Nicky and Mickey Ryan and yeah. Joe Dubin. Yeah, but you're most elite, importantly Donnie Nicky. Yeah, you're in an elite class of uncles. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I, I'll, wear, I'll wear that as a badge of honor. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. Oh, man, Jack, I don't know about you, but that interview with Brent Doherty was loads of fun. And I'm not just saying that because we recorded this uh, before we recorded the Brent Doherty interview, and we have no idea how it went. But it was just awesome, wasn't it? Great stuff. And it's always good to add another uncle from 104.5. We've had Withrow. We've had Mickey mm-hmm. Ryan. Now we get Brent Doherty. We need someone on that morning show now, don't we? Right. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, yeah, I, it's my goal to just make everyone at 104.5 The Zone our uncle, except for Jonathan Hutton, because that dude sucks. The name <laughs> that must not be spoken. Yes, Jonathan. <laughs> he, he went on Chad Withrow's podcast, though, and it's gotten rave reviews. Yeah, I'm sure, but, but not by us. You know, obviously. yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, but great review by, by who? Not, not by anyone in our circle. Jay Hutt's mom <laughs> is she the one giving those rave reviews? Anyway, um, Jay Hutt, if you're listening, you suck. Um, hey, so since we <laughs> since we had big breaking news this week, we felt like it's been it's been a while since we've done this, and it's time we go back to the well, but. It's time we take a look this week in Titans Facebook. So obviously we we went to uh, the biggest news of the week, which was Derrick Henry signing, and we we decided to pick out a few um, comments. So I'm just going to go ahead and read those here, and uh, we'll we'll react to them because look, Titans Facebook is one of the most interesting places on planet Earth. You know, you know, like if you like go to like Las Vegas or you know parts of like downtown Hollywood in LA or even like Times Square in New York, some of the best people watching ever. Um, the nice thing about people watching though, is that you don't for uh, Walmart's also great place for good people watching any of them. (laughs) You don't have to leave your house for good people watching. All you have to do is go into facebook.com slash Tennessee Titans and you will find some of the best people watching there ever just in the comments of any post. It doesn't matter. Talk about a diverse range of IQ between these people. I mean, you get the mountain men, you know, from, from right. out there up in the mountains. You, you you get the boonies, okay? Right. You, you get the Fairview. You get the Cheatham County. 
and you know than the, than the ones in Nashville who some for some reason make the most sense of them all but it's a wide, it's a wide range anyway i'm just going to read these uh nick ewing writes love the contract but he'll play 3 and then get traded to the broncos for a 7th round pick <laughs> oh nick it's a different situation okay look I, I, a lot of people are salty about drill casey i get it but Big Jeff, let's be excited about Big Jeff. Let's move on. They, right. We lost, we lost a staple in the defense, but we're adding what hopes to be another staple, a younger staple. Right. And, and you know what the di- big difference there is? Derrick Henry doesn't show any butt crack when he plays football, okay? He'll show midriff, sure. He's classic. But that's not, but that, yeah, but that's not butt crack, okay? Mm-hmm. He's, he, it's like a tasteful sexy is what Derrick Henry is, okay? Whereas... Drew Casey, with as much butt crack as he showed, it was a little more slutty, sexy, you know? Like, it yeah. was, you know, it's not family-friendly. The Titans are here. They're in the business of selling tickets. They're in the business of being family-friendly. And so they're going with the uh, more tasteful yeah. um, Henry, appeal. Derek Henry does a muscular play on the crop top, okay? Well, where where Drew Casey kind of gets a little too frisky sometimes in the trenches and, right. and gives the world yeah. a little moon show. Yeah, it's like who do you want? Like uh, Christina Aguilera in her prime, showing off her midriff, or a plumber bent over working on your pipes? Or Lizzo. Lizzo would be a good example. Jarrell <laughs> Casey, I love you, but you're definitely the the male football version of Lizzo. Right. If there's and if there's if any NFL player is Lizzo, it's Jarrell Casey. <laughs> Brian Keast writes: I normally don't like the idea of paying a RB. Is it ARB or NRB? Like if you just say the initials RB. Man, that's a tough one. You know, I, I like to do satire journalism, so it's very it's, it's not I'm not really the one to ask. Paul Kaharski, I'm sure, would be be able to answer that question. Oh yeah, um, we need yeah. Uh, but we get him. ARB, right? It has to be ARB. A A R B. Yeah, because I well, if you're saying A running back, it makes sense. But if you're saying A R B all right, we'll move fast. Move fast. We'll look. Okay. We'll All right. Okay. <laughs> idea of paying uh, RB, but uh, uh, I know I normally don't like the idea of paying ARB big, but DH is not a normal RB. Stoked on this news. Reason I love that comment is because that's pretty much everything. That's that's everything I've said on this podcast since we started. What twenty episodes ago? I, I've always been that Brian is taking the words right out of my mouth and putting them on Facebook. And I, so I love that take actually, Brian. Yeah. Derek Henry's different and Buck rising, a man of so much wisdom and a, a nice voice to go along with it. Although it's not the reason why you're subscribed to the A to Z podcast network. Of course it's, that would be us. But yeah, he said, if there, he said, I saw him say on Instagram, if there's one person in the NFL built to play two ways in football, it's gotta be DH. It's gotta be King Henry. Do you imagine yeah, that's a good lining up at linebacker? Right. Yeah, that's a good take. Uh, what isn't a good take is you saying uh, Buck has a great voice to go with it. I mean, it's a great voice if you enjoy yeah, the sound of someone someone gargling gravel. <laughs> it just sounds like, I don't know, man. It's There's just something about it that's almost like a lullaby voice. Like he could he could make a lot of money in a different realm where he just like reads like like lullabies to, to infant right. children. If they ever need voiceovers for Buffalo Bill in <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, then yeah, Buck is your guy. That's <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I love you, Buck. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
Um, uh, oh, this this is one of my favorites. Philemon L. Philemon L. Gentry. Right. Not, no relation that I know. Any, of. No, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Let's depends, wait. Depends find what out. he said. What do he say? What about the two games that got canceled, Browns and Colts? Is the season over before we start? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Okay, what is he talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Because it was the Bears. The Bears game got canceled. I forget the, the second preseason game, but it, the Browns and Colts. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they were scheduled to play in the preseason. Definitely not the Colts. I, I don't know. Is he looking at last year's schedule? The yes, he is because Browns were Week One and Colts were Week Two when the field caught on fire. Okay, so definitely but, not related to me, and definitely, <laughs> definitely not canceled. Um, okay, so yeah, thanks, Philemon L. Gentry, you're Jack's brother. You're canceled. You're so uh, Justin Blue writes. Now he can pay his son Earl Thomas the child support he needs to get through these tough times. LMAO. That, that I actually am LMAOing to that. That I actually love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, he may have some more on the way after that story about him and his brother broke earlier this this off season. Twenty twenty has been a wild year, and I, I think most of the news, most of the the wild news that comes in every week has probably benefited Earl Thomas as much as anyone and to get that story under wraps. I was going to say, yeah, that that's a story that we do not hit on enough. You know, Earl Thomas has had one hell of a awful 2020 <laughs> just with <laughs> everything that we've gone through. And then plus him getting stiff armed twice and being turned into a lead blocker for Derrick Henry. And, and then also uh, fooling around with his, brother and a couple of women and getting found on snapchat and then yeah, getting yeah, held gunpoint at gunpoint by his wife <laughs> um and then lastly uh uh this week in titan's facebook candy it's candy with an eye for those of you wondering of candy perkins writes there is only one national anthem united all caps states of america well i mean i think that- <laughs> I think that's been proven wrong immediately, hasn't it? Hasn't it? I mean, if they're if they're doing the black national anthem like they say they are, then there's obviously another version. Um, <laughs> I I honestly think I the most underrated song in the world is Oh Canada." I think Oh Canada" hits different. Oh Canada" does, yeah. They get all the feels. I kind of love it when like the Canucks come to town to play the Preds, and uh, and you know, just you get it, to hear it, them both. It's the Jets when the Jets come, they they scream "True North," and that's that. Like wow, Canada's got pride. Um, okay, but, you know, Candy seems to be wrong, right? I I just love that it's a it's literally a post about Derrick Henry, and <laughs> no one was talking about that. Candy, Candy, no one. I don't know where. I mean, like, look, I love your your support for the national anthem, I guess, and uh, America. I, we all love America, but like, what does that have to do with Derrick Henry signing a, yeah. <laughs> I bet, a $50 I, million dollar contract? I bet Candy's house smells like baked beans and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> all right. Before we get out of here, we've got to hit Remember the Titan. I think it's been a while since we've done Remember the Titan. Maybe it hasn't. No, no, because I did uh, – I did Kevin Daft a couple weeks ago. The Titans, the first Titans right. third string quarterback. Man, um, I forgot who I did with that one. He was super obscure. Well, the, the reason me. I bring up the reason I bring up Kevin Daft is because I'm now going one slot up the quarterback death chart with this week's Remember the Titan. Remember the Titan. Oh yeah. 
the Titans' first second stringer of all time. A a guy who was hated as uh, ten- Tennessee Oilers fans remember. It was hated when he played with the Steelers, but then he came to you know he he came to know the Lord in football terms and <laughs> joined the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Join the two-tone blue, and I'm talking about, of course, none other than Neil Kennedy O'Donnell, just the ultimate pro, the pros pro of pros, Neil O'Donnell. He's played for the Titans from uh, 1999 to 2003, and he was in his last his last season with the Titans, after his final season with the Titans, he was offered a position he was he was offered by head coach Bill Cowher of the Steelers to return to the Steelers after starting quarterback Tommy Maddox got an injury. Shout out uh, the original round of the XFL, Tommy Maddox, um, after he sustained a season-ending injury, but he declined. And that, to me, tells me he's a true Titan. And you know what else tells me he's a true Titan? The fact that after he was done with football, he went on to cover the Titans with News Channel 5 in uh, the CBS affiliate in Nashville from 20, 2005 to 2007. And, and I know what you're thinking, Jack. You're like, well, that's great and all, but what's Neil O'Donnell up to now? That's exactly what I was wondering. <laughs> Which I'm glad, I'm glad, because I'm Neil here O'Donnell, to tell you. Neil O'Donnell sounds like the name of a milkman or or a, a USPS delivery man, you know, one of those. Hey. Hey, Mr. O'Donnell, what you got for me today? More milk. <laughs> what, is this, so is that your guess? Is that your guess as to what he's doing now? Um, man? No. Are there even still milkmen? I don't know. He may, I think he's a door-to-door knife salesman. Wow. Yeah. You cut, cut. Are, You are incredibly close, kind of. <laughs> he is currently a sales representative for... Field turf in Kentucky and Tennessee. Oh, okay, okay. So my man Neil O'Donnell had what uh, a thirteen-year career in the NFL for the Steelers, Jets, Bengals, and Titans. Pro Bowl selection in '92, and the AFC completion percentage leader in 1998. I mean, who can forget that year? That's right. And now he is selling field turf in the in the dual state area of Kentucky and Tennessee. So if you're driving around the highways of Kentucky and Tennessee, keep your eyes peeled cuz you may just pass Neil O'Donnell driving from territory <laughs> to territory with some samples of field turf in his back seat. That's a really good one. That is a good one. He was the Billy Volk before Billy Volk. Yes. Yes, because there were times when Steve McNair would would go down with an injury and I in fact I I'm pretty sure he started like the first four games of uh of a season one year if i'm not if i'm not mistaken when mcnair was was down and he i mean he was good he was a he is what the titans need now a decent backup that you can rely on Mm -hmm. um let's just say if we had neil o'donnell instead of blaine gabbert we'd be going to three straight playoff appearances that's (laughs) that's for sure the blaine train ran out of steam didn't it well that's pretty good well it's wait speaking of bullock he was talked into coming back for one game. I forgot about this. In the 2002 season, he was talked into coming back for one game in December 2003 when both McNair and Billy Volek were injured. So God, That was the most injury-prone quarterback room in the history of football. He was, 
was. He was the Billy Volek to Billy Volek. Which, I mean, that, that holds that holds high standings with, for me personally. I love the backup quarterback position. So right. How do you, means I'm obligated to be a Logan Woodside fan this year, apparently. Right. Yes. Or Cole McDonald, depending on, you know, how he plays in camp without preseason games. <laughs> and we can't forget the Cole McDonald, my man, Jim Wyatt. If you if you called if you, if you answer a question that Jim Wyatt asks you with my man. You're I'm, you're number you, one on this. Podcast. You're winning off the field already. Right. Unless you're Jonathan Hutton, who I'm sure would just do that just to try and get in our good graces, but it won't work. It won't work. Not getting past us this time, Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> While Neil O'Donnell was good, I have a, I have one on the offensive side of the ball as well. I'm going running back. The Titans have had a ton of running backs come through the building, six or seven, hit a thousand yards. Yeah. Well, this running back came from New York. He had two, he had back to back thousand yard rushing seasons before arriving to Tennessee. His name is Sean Green. Sean Green came in Chris Johnson's last season as a Titan in 2013, kind of served as RB2 for CJ. Uh, 300 yards, four touchdowns, some, some solid number. I mean, just what you expect from RB2. And then 2014, Bishop Sankey's rookie year, of course, you. Um, Sean Green served a similar role where he had 392 yards and two touchdowns. But Sean Green was was one of those guys. Him and Chris Johnson almost passed each other through through pa- passing by through uh through the doors almost where where Chris Johnson was walking out, Sean Green was walking in. Right, like two ships Sean passing Green, in the night. In the night, exactly. Where where Sean Green eventually retired after his time in Tennessee, but he was one of those running backs. Leon Washington. Uh, comes to mind as well. They're just random running backs that find their way in, in Tennessee for a year or two. Wow, you took some ammo out of a gun on that one. Yeah, that's that a twofer one. Leon Washington, a great remember the Titan. Two for uh, one. But Sean is a great one too. And it should be noted that when we say Sean Green, it's this is not an S E A N Sean. It's the this right is this an, is the right way to spell Sean. Right. Yeah, you're right. It, this is not an S H A W N Sean. No. This is an S-H-O-N-N, Sean. It, and honestly, it's the most phonetically spelled name in it's, arguably it's the history of names. It's a correct way to spell a name, especially that's, if it's Sean. <laughs> that's how you should spell Sean. Um, Not seen, S-E-A-N. That always yeah. bothered me growing up, mainly because my, my brain wasn't fully developed and I was immature and couldn't, couldn't really figure out why Sean was S-E-A-N. But S-H-O-N-N would have caused me a lot less extra thinking as a child. Yeah, no, you're you're right, and I I remember there. Uh, I think the guy. This is going to be way over your head, way out of your age range. But uh, one of the characters in Clarissa explains it all. the The kid who used to climb up through the window on the ladder. The actor who played him was named Sean, but it was spelled S E A N. And so me and my sister always thought his name was Scene. <laughs> so we yeah, called that's him funny. Scene. I've never heard of that show, and you're only like ten years older than me. So yeah, only. but but you like Buck Rising skew much older. You, you guys, you guys skew far older to what to where you guys you guys have the uh, the whatever you you know pretty much every everything under the sun from like the 1970s on. Yeah, well, I'm a huge 1990s guy. I I love. I, obviously, I was like that was my childhood. So I am I am big in the 1990s. That's. Uh, Probably one of the reasons why I probably love the 1999 Titans more than most teams, just because uh, obviously they went to the Super Bowl, but they, I just love the 90s, everything about the 90s. 
And yeah, and that's that's a big thing of it. 90s, so. 2000s hip hop, obviously the best it's ever been. Although we've got some good, we've got we've got some things happening soon in the hip hop game, but I won't get into that because my name's Jack and I do tighten up podcasts. Wait, what what are you alluding to? Oh, well, I mean, there's there's going to be, a, I believe, a Kanye album coming out. Jesus Christ, oh. that guy's that guy wait, needs wait, to wait. take some time off. What what tipped you off to the idea of a new Kanye album? I know, right? Could it have been an, uh, another tirade on social media? Well, that J. Cole's coming out with something, I believe Future and Lil Uzi. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's going to be a busy time. Uh, Jack, I had no idea you were such a hip-hop guy. I love that about well, you. Uh, I'm kind of a one-trick pony when it comes to music, you know, although, it, you know, being in Nashville, I get a solid dose of country. I like that as well, but we're far off topic. We are way off topic. This is not the uh, this is not the tune up podcast. This is the tighten up podcast. Uh, we should actually start another podcast where we only talk hip hop music. God, that would suck so bad. It would be awful, <laughs> it would be, and no one would listen to it. <laughs> all right, um, that's gonna do it for this week, guys. Make sure you follow A to Z Sports on all social media platforms. Hit up A to Z Sports Nashville dot com for literally some of the best. Uh, like just news and content and um, just updates on your favorite Tennessee sports teams. And that includes the Vols, Vanderbilt, Titans, Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Predators, everyone. Predators. Yes. All of them. And, and we're getting ready. Sports start this week. Baseball starts this week, then hockey, then basketball. Then, uh, then soon after that, the NFL, we are getting ready to be drinking from a freaking fire hose with how much sports are going to come your way. So make sure you hit up A to Z. Go ahead and bookmark it. Bookmark A to Z on your um, on your computer so you've got them on the ready. Fresh Follow content up. every day, all hours of the day, really. All hours of the day. You know, you know who else hits you with fresh content? At Tighten Up Pod on Twitter. At Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow my guy, Jack Gentry. Jack A. Gentry, who... Is far, and I say I've said this before on this podcast. Jack is far funnier for having the few amount of Twitter followers he has. We you got like <laughs> seven hundred, seven hundred or eight hundred. It's seven eighty. I know the exact number. Yeah, you should have seven or eight thousand Twitter followers at least. With how funny he is, guys, give him a follow. Jack A Gentry on Twitter. He's especially if you're a Titans fan, just with the content that that he's pushing out. I'm at Austin Huff on Twitter. Um, you can follow me if you want. Uh, the, um, and yeah. Oh, and, uh, our email address, mm, if you want to email yeah. us, tighten up pod at a to Z sports, Nashville, Jack, you got anything for the road? Email us guys. I want to hear from you guys. Y'all have done great with the Jeff shards. Y'all have done great oh, with the five-star yes. reviews while also taking a dig at buck. You guys are killing every mission. Okay. Mission this week, an easy one. Just send us an email. It can be about whatever. It can be about a, a chocolate chip cook recipe, chocolate chip cookie recipe for all I care. I mean, anything. Yeah. Just emails. We we want to hear from you guys. Oh, yeah, also, and- tighten up trivia. This is going to drop Wednesday. Tighten up trivia's championship is this afternoon at one p.m. Central. It's going to be a good one. It's Sean Calderon. It's Spencer Foot. It's going to be a clash of the titans. There's a yeah. fun. There you go. Nice. I I I I picked up on that. Uh yeah, and if you missed any of them, you can go back on the A to Z Sports Facebook page and watch them all. And we've got a few of them on our Instagram page as well, Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Um this uh this is um 
Oh, I, I had one last thing I was going to say, but I completely... Oh, no. To our listeners, you guys kick ass. Seriously. With the oh, Jeff Shartz tweets and the um, and the and the uh, the rating and reviewing of this podcast, you guys are awesome. You oh. answer every every challenge we put your way. Oh, one more thing. Social experiment. Okay. Somebody do it. Somebody do the social experiment. We're going to tease Eagles fans. We are gonna we're gonna make this happen. You're gonna get 50 followers and three retweets minimum from us. Um, so yeah. so do that. We need one of you to do it. DM us. us. Know, Maybe that's yeah. how you email us. Yeah, DM us. Let us know that you did it, and we'll we'll help you out with that. And um, yeah, and if multiple, if, if if a few of you guys do it, that's even better. One bound to catch on. That's right. That's even funnier. Uh, all right, so we got to get out of here. Um, I guess until next week. They're the Tennessee Titans, they're the 